0: Hey friend, big news, I am officially a TEDx speaker, that is right, my TEDx talk, why givers are happier and have less money stress, is now out and available for you to watch, it's only 12 minutes long, it could change your life and it will literally change the world if everyone watched it and applied it, which is what I'm on a mission to do. So what I want to do in this episode is break down three lessons I learned in having to land and prepare and deliver a TEDx talk that I think are very applicable to you as a content creator and as a business owner, because guess what? You have a message you're trying to get out there. I have a message I'm trying to get out there. So what I thought I would do is is sort of celebrate this milestone for me by unpacking a lot of the things I've learned. I learned so much. It was a long process, and I think this will be super applicable to you. So let's dive into why A TEDx talk was part of my dream, but more importantly, what I learned from giving it that can apply to you and your business. Let's discuss. Welcome back to the Graham Cochran Show, where each week I'm helping you unpack the mindsets, habits, and strategies to build a highly profitable and life giving business. I'm your host, of course, Graham Cochran, pumped to hang out with you today. Uh, I'm just, I want to celebrate this moment and I'm going to ask you for a favor, right? Straight up, I need your help with this TEDx talk. If you have ever benefited from anything I've ever done, can you help me out and help the world out by doing three simple things? Number one, go watch the talk. If you're here on the YouTube version of this episode, I'm linking to the TEDx talk in the description below so you can just click on it, okay? Click on it and watch it. If you are listening to the podcast of this, just open up the YouTube app and search Graham Cochran TEDx, okay? You'll find it, there's only one of them. Watch the talk and watch it all the way through. Even if you don't care about the content of the talk, You can press play, let it play for 12 minutes and go make a sandwich. I don't care, but you'll benefit from the talk. This talk will transform the way you think about generosity and giving. There's a lot of powerful brain science being done right now that just is indisputable about the benefits that you get, the the giver, when you give, no matter the amount of money. And then, of course, if we all became more generous how much better would our world be? So it's just a powerful little talk, a lot in there in just 12 little minutes. So go watch it all the way through, number one. Number two, click the like button, like like the video. Uh, and number three, leave a comment, even if it's just one word or one sentence, like this is awesome grammar, amen. It doesn't matter. You don't have to write a paragraph. But if you watch it all the way through, You like it and you leave a comment. This just feeds the algorithm and tells the algorithm that this TEDx talk on the TEDx YouTube channel uh, is one that people are digging and we should serve it up to more people who are watching TEDx talks or anything else. So this message needs to get out there. My goal is to get a million people to watch this thing because I want a million people to take action on it. If I can convince a million people to be just a little bit more generous their lives will be changed. Those million people, their lives will be changed because they actually are the beneficiaries of the giving. Um, Jesus says it's more blessed to give than to receive. The word there is happy making in the Greek for blessed. It's more happy making to give than to receive. So those million people will be happier and the people they're giving to, the organizations they're giving to will be happy and be blessed and then it'll become a ripple effect. So that's my goal is to get a million people to watch this thing and apply it so you can be a huge part of that just by watching it liking it, leaving a comment, and if you really love me, share it with as many people as you think would benefit from the message, okay, that's a bonus one, I appreciate it, so real quick, why the TEDx talk, and then let's get into the lessons, I want, I want to unpack this, I think there's some really good stuff here for you as a content creator, um, if you've been in my community, six-figure coaching community, or if you've been on my email list, or like, paid attention to this podcast over the last year, you might have heard me talk about this. This has been a goal of mine for a long time is to give a TEDx talk. And so last year, 2022, I achieved one of my big, big bucket list goals was to be a published author. My first book came out, How to Get Paid for What You Know. And as soon as that was out, I started to think more intently about my next goal, which was to more intentionally move into public speaking. <laughs> I've done public speaking before. I've done keynotes at conferences and breakout sessions and I've done a ton of virtual stages, but, um, I have this vision of being on more physical stages as a thought leader, speaker, author. So moving beyond just this podcast and my, my digital content to taking it to people in person. And so, (laughs) of course I thought, well, to step into public speaking more intentionally, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start by giving a TEDx talk because that's kind of how Graham thinks like, let's just go for it. So, um, I was like, how do you give a TEDx talk? How do you land a TEDx talk? How do you become a TEDx speaker? Do you know, or did you know, that there are entire organizations that are in existence to help you do just that? There are entire companies who have a digital coaching project, a product, excuse me, which their goal is to help you land a TEDx talk, which is awesome. So I basically got to hire a company. The company I went through was called Thought Leader. Uh, Taylor Conroy is the face of it. You might've seen his webinars um, or his ads on how to land a TEDx talk, he's given four TEDx talks, he started a company coaching people how to land and give TEDx talks, right, and it's so smart, because it's a a digital course with uh, group coaching, and and one-on-one coaching, and mentorship, and a community, so it's like, it's just a giant digital product, which I love, and I love seeing the business model, but I signed it for them in September of 2022, and spent the money, and committed to the process, and there was multiple day-long intensives, and uh, there's the whole course you have to go through, a ton of videos to watch, and um, there's a whole process. I started that in September, and I landed my talk in January, and I delivered my talk in April, and now it's up for the world to see. This has been a long time in the making, and this message, like I've, I've kind of alluded to, is not a message that's tied to a book I have, not a message that's tied to a product I sell. It's not really connected to my content. It's just a message I believe God gave me to share with the world, and I just wanted to go through the process of having to give a TED Talk because I love the format, and here's how it relates to you, and then we'll get into the lessons. TED Talks, by definition, are 18 minutes or less, and you're supposed to bring a big idea that gets people who don't know you to buy into the idea see how it applies to their life, and go take action. TED, as an organization, cares more about the message than the messenger, meaning they really love the ideas and they care less if you've been public speaking forever, if you're, you're great on stage, whatever that, that may be. They really want these big ideas to get out there. And I wanted to be forced to learn how to take, I mean, I've been creating content for 14 years, learn how to take all the stuff I wanna share And deliver it through this tightly focused medium, which is a TEDx talk. Mine ended up being 12 minutes, because that's what my event wanted was 12 minutes, um, which was even shorter, even harder. But as we'll get into, I'll explain what I learned in that process. It was just an incredible process for me to get a message I believed in out to the world and go through through this this experience. And so what I want to do today is unpack these three lessons for you that I think are relevant to you as a content creator, because if you're creating videos, if you're doing YouTube Lives, Facebook Lives, if you're doing webinars, if you're guest podcasting, you're, you're in front of an audience and you have a message to share. And what I've learned in doing this TEDx experience over the last seven plus months, I think will apply to what you're doing. And this is if you're never gonna go on a stage, but this is especially true if you're ever gonna get into public speaking or if you wanna do more public speaking. You ready? All right, number one lesson is your talk has to be about one thing. One thing. Just recently I, I had the honor of uh interviewing Christy Wright for my podcast. I can't wait for this episode to drop for you. She's a world-class public speaker, number one best-selling author. Um, and she's teaching public speaking. And I, I bought a bunch of her courses and um we're in a mastermind together and i have just been like soaking up her stuff and one of the lessons she talks about in her course uh, stop winging it is your talk has to be about one thing if you talk about a bunch of things people will listen to the talk and go wow Graham is so smart that was really good a lot of good stuff but then when they walk away and and they say man Graham's talk was so great and people say oh cool what was it about they won't really know um, I I, 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 uh, I don't I don't know it's about they'll forget because it was about nothing. It was about all these things, so it's about nothing. It has to be about one thing, just like your marketing messaging. Your messaging has to be about one thing. Your course is about one thing, one result, one transformation. Your avatar is one group of people. It has to be so clear and so focused, right? So this was so true with the TEDx process. When I was going through the training, they beat into our heads, your TEDx talk has to have one main idea. What is the main idea? One sentence, and it can become the title. The title doesn't necessarily have to be the one main idea, but here was my one main idea. It took, and it, you know how hard this is? It sounds so simple. Luckily, of course, your talk should be about one thing. Try it. Your talk should be summed up in one thesis statement, which ultimately is a solution to a problem, which we'll get to in a second. But my one main idea for my TEDx talk, which after going through a day long intensive and, and workshopping and group breakout sessions and Blah 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 blah. Once I had a loose idea of what I wanted my talk to, I wanted my talk to be about generosity, and I had a bunch of different ways of saying it, and different angles on generosity, and you know, a bunch of things that I wanted them to know about. This is what I landed on: Givers are happier and have less money stress. That's it. That is my main idea for the talk. Givers are happier and have less money stress. You, even if you just have the first three words, "Givers are happier," that's very clear. That was hard. <laughs> that took a lot of work to get there. Maybe that's unimpressive, but this is one of the lessons I learned: is is how as content creators, when you know the stuff inside, and you, you just because you have a heart of gold, that's why you're one of my students. Because I only I only serve people who have hearts of gold, and you're one of them. You actually genuinely care about transformation in people's lives, not just making a buck. You 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 can't wait for this this message, all this information, all this experience you have to get out from what's inside, to get it out of you, into them so that they can see transformation. You want that so bad, you're ready to pummel them with all the facts, all the stuff you know. There's this, and there's this, and there's this. You can't wait, and you also are dealing with insecurity and fear of, is this valuable enough, so how do you overcome that? Well, you just shove more down their throat, right? Like, I love over-delivering, but I heard Myron Golden say recently, what you think is an over deliverer, you're just overwhelming them. You're just dumping more good stuff on their face. They're at a buffet, and you're shoving, you're taking them down the line, shoving more food in their face. It's all good. It's good, good, good. <laughs> They're going to get sick. They're going to get overwhelmed. They're not going to even know what to do because you're flooding them with too much. And you know how that feels when you've been on the other side of that, Right this is what we do in our talks, this is what we do in our webinars, I've done all of this, the more I look, going through this TEDx process may be so, like, ashamed of a lot of the content I've given, not ashamed, but I'm like, man, I've just packed webinars full of stuff, I've done keynotes, where my, I have, like, 60 slides, and those slides have, like, 10 bullet points each, and I'm, like, pointing people to these slides the whole time, just giving, I'm giving them, like, a a, a, a master's degree in online business in one keynote, and people are like, oh my gosh. And they don't know what to do with it. So this whole process of like, Graham, you've got 12 minutes. What's your main idea? What's the thing they're gonna walk away and say, that's what Graham's TEDx talk was about. Man, I felt like, I felt like stripped away, like I was naked with nothing to give them, but just this one little thing. But they're like, no, that's, that's what's so good. If you can tell them the one thing you want them to know, The one thing you want them to remember when they leave your talk or your webinar or your YouTube live or whatever it is, you've done your job. That was powerful to me. So here's here's the sub-lessons there. Strip your message down to only what's essential. And you know what's essential? There's three core elements of a good talk. And what's funny is I'm learning that this is true, and this is so true about sales copy. You ready for it? It's the same PSA sales copy strategy that I teach. PSA, problem, solution, action. Turns out that's what a good talk should be about. In Thought Leader, they teach you a seven-part talk framework, which is really cool because there's other elements to to a good talk, especially a TEDx talk. Um, But for the sake of today, if your talk has these three things, that's what matters. And really, these are the most important three things, problem, solution, action. You need to communicate to your audience what the problem is. Um, And it has to be a real problem that they have. If you don't communicate what the, the problem is, they they're not connected to you they don't really they don't care about your solution and so you can do this by literally saying the problem is <laughs> right so you can paint the picture of what we're trying to achieve or maybe you tell a story about your own life but when you communicate the problem is then they're like oh yeah that is a problem and you unpack the problem make the case that that's a problem that most people have then you offer your solution so in my talk the problem is Money stress. And I do this by sharing a bit of our story of when we were broken on food stamps and baby, mortgage, new place, new house, no clue what I'm doing. And I shared the descriptors of what it felt like to have stress, money stress. That is a problem that most people can identify with, right? That is a pain point, I should say, most people can identify with. And I explained that the problem is that I didn't feel like I had money to give we used to be charitable but I had no money to give and I was, I was stressed out and I was just trying to have more money in my bank account to solve the problem but that didn't solve the problem that didn't make the stress go away I discovered an interesting unique solution which is to actually give money away when I give money away I actually feel less stressed there's actually chemicals flooding my brain that tell me that I'm I'm perfectly happy I'm perfectly good I actually feel better even though my finances are technically worse. I even have less money because I gave it away. So I'm sharing, the pro- I get into the problem, I share my solution, which is usually pretty quick, and then the talk isn't really about me. Your webinar isn't about you. Your YouTube live isn't about you. Your podcast episode isn't about you. You know who it's about. It's about your audience. So my TEDx talk isn't ultimately about me. I talk about me as part of it, but the talk is ultimately about my audience, and so there's something that in the TED world, they want you to have audience impact. What is the audience impact? How, if they applied your solution, Graham, in your TEDx talk, how would it impact their world? And, and spoon feed them some ways they can apply the solution. That's the action part. So problem, solution, action. And if you watch my talk, you'll see some, some actions I give you that you can literally walk away from this 12-minute talk and go apply. That moves it from a theoretical, inspirational talk to uh, on the ground, which is what I think you and I love, actionable talk. I had to, here's what I had to do. I had to go on a TEDx stage in front of people that were not my audience. Right now, you are my audience, unless this is the first YouTube video or you or podcast of mine you've ever experienced, like somebody shared it with you or just saw it pop up. A lot of times when I'm doing this, I know I'm speaking to a somewhat warm audience, My my repeat listeners and viewers and students. I already have some credibility in your eyes, and there's already some context you have for who I am. On the TEDx stage, nobody knows who I am. So here's what I have to do in 12 minutes, right? I have to hook you, give you reason to watch beyond or listen beyond the next 10, 15 seconds, give you a reason to care about who I am, prove to you that I actually have something valuable to say to you that applies to your life, get you to like me, know me, trust me, identify with a problem that you and I share a common problem we share, present a solution to you based off of experience and science and research so that you go, oh, this isn't just theory. All right? Ted's big on like, is there evidence on this, not just theory. Give you actionable steps you can take to apply that so you can see how it had complied to your life so you can walk away feeling like, I know how to make my life better in this area, all in 12 minutes. This was harder than it sounds. Maybe it sounds hard, it was really, really hard. And one way I did this, and Thought Leader teaches you how to do this, is use story, I had multiple stories, to connect me and the audience. It's not a lecture. A a good talk, a good, whether it's a TEDx talk or a a keynote, is not a lecture. It's an experience where you're a human, sharing story with another human or stories, so because we, we connect over story. That way the guard goes down. We're now just two humans talking to each other so that when I present the problem, the solution, the action, you receive it as one human to another and it's gonna sink down deep and you'll remember it more. So your talk has to be about one thing. So let me ask you, with your webinar, with your YouTube Live, with your next podcast episode, your next blog post, what's the one thing in one sentence? What is What solution does this piece of content solve for people? What problem does it solve? What is it about? If they walk away and someone says, what was that webinar about? It was about X. Why givers are happier. Why scaling to six figures isn't about working harder. It's about math. Like, like what is the one thing, right? That was huge for me. Hey, we'll get back to the episode in just a moment, but I wanted to give you a gift for hanging out with me in today's episode. I want to give you access to a free on-demand video training to teach you how to build your first thousand dollars of passive income in just 30 minutes a day. This workshop is packed with not only the things you need to create passive income, but the order in which you need to create them, how they tie together, templates you can use for swipe copy, scripts you can use, the exact tools that are both free and cheap that you can implement and use today, including how to figure out what your profitable idea is if you haven't launched your business. I cover all of this. I pull back the curtain on my business model that I'm using right now while you're enjoying this episode and how I'm generating a million dollars a year plus in two businesses. It's all inside of this workshop and it's free. I want you to watch it because it is the business model I believe in. If you like what you'll see in this workshop, then you will know that what I'm teaching you has got substance and it's a good fit for you. So watch it, take notes and apply it and you can build an online passive income business off of a free video training. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. That's grahamcochran.com slash workshop workshop. Now back to the episode. Number 2 lesson is get it out of your head and into your body. What do I mean by this? For the TEDx talk, I had to have it memorized. Word for word. It was a script. It had to fit 12 minutes ish. Had to have all these elements. There's no teleprompter, there's no slides. You can have some slides, but there's no notes. You're not allowed to look at notes. You're supposed to just deliver the talk. So, I don't love giving talks like that. I don't love memorizing stuff. And I that my talk It's 12 minutes. It's four typed up pages um, in a Google Doc. That's a lot to memorize. So I had to get it out of my head for the sake of just having it memorized, right? But here's the deal. is like the problem with memorization is that like it literally can just be, okay, what's the next line? What's the next line? When that word triggers this word and whatever pneumatic device you used, right? And I, I used color coordination for the different parts of the seven parts of my talk in my doc. So I had like visual like, okay, now I'm getting to the blue section, now the red section. The problem is if you're thinking about it too much, guess what your talk's gonna sound like? Like like uh, a deer in the headlights and now the audience impact, right? I, w- I didn't want that. So I wanted to get it out of my head into my body so it was second nature for me. So I did this through a lot of repetition. I just delivered the talk over and over. I probably gave this talk a hundred times once it was like officially written, written, written. The script was approved and everything by the event organizers. And I was, I was done. Probably gave the talk a hundred times in the quiet of my house. I gave it to my family. We were on a road trip and I gave it while I was driving. Um, repetition is key. So if you're going to memorize something, definitely want to move past memorization, but even if you just have deep familiarity with your notes, with your slides, that's what I like to do. I like to have notes. I don't like to have things memorized. I hate script. This is is a unique situation. You need to move past that memorization or move past that deep familiarity and into the performance of it because it is a performance. What I'm doing right now is a performance. Did you know that? My podcast, this video is a performance everything you do publicly is a performance in the best way. You can't just turn on the camera or turn on your podcast or turn on your webinar and just deliver information. If that's the case, a robot can do that. And and eventually AI is going to do that. AI is going to be able to write a blog post for you if it hasn't already. It's going to be able to deliver with deep fake technology. And we talked about this. Like deliver with deep fake and and AI voice, like it can create a video and it's, it's going to be a robot doing it. Like, you have to be better than the robot. You have to bring energy and nuance and humanity. Bring the performance. You got to bring the performance. And it is a performance, even if it's not over the top. Even my TEDx talk, which I have to stand in one spot. It's memorized. I, I can't go off script. <laughs> can't use, I'm not using props. Like Even that, which felt a little stiff for me was a performance. The way I look at at the audience, the way I deliver this, the way I say this, it needs to be a performance. So what I want you to do when you're giving a message is I want you to practice it. I want you to give your webinar. I want you to go through the slides. I want you to, to, to have it out of your head, into your body so you know it so well that you can just relax and just show up and give it. And I don't care, especially with webinars, let's talk about webinars for a second. You're selling something on a webinar, I don't care if you get it perfect. You know what's amazing is I've seen more casual, loose, you know, messy webinars by people these days who are selling 5K, 10K packages and it's working. Why, because they are full of energy, they are fully bought into what they're teaching and selling and they're fully present. And it's a performance. People wouldn't call it a performance, but it is a performance in that like they are showing up for you, the audience. They're showing up for you. The the audience is gonna show up, arms crossed. Okay, what is Graham gonna teach me now? He's probably gonna pitch something at the end, right? There's already walls up. Even if they love you, there's already walls up. So your job as leading the webinar, leading the live, or leading the sales video, or whatever it is, is to show up fully for your audience. And the only way to do that is to be deeply familiar with your content, to repeat, repeat, repeat. It's out of your head. It's into your body so that you can just be you. You could just be you. That's why you can't teach or sell something that you don't know or believe in. Otherwise, you're going to be thinking about sales tactics and manipulation. No, that doesn't work. You hate it. They hate it. It doesn't even work. You know what works? Only teaching what you know, only sharing what you believe in, only selling what you've experienced to be powerfully true and believe in. Even if it's a new product, hopefully you've gotten that transformation in your own life or someone else's life by the process or the principle. So you know it works. That way you can just be honest and be like, this stuff works. You could just say that. Right? It's a performance. So whatever you're doing, if you're new, and I have people that say, Graham, I'm uncomfortable on camera. I'm uncom- My podcast, I sound dry. I get it because you're still in your head. And the only way to get it out of your head and into your body is to do a lot of it. So do a lot of it privately and do a lot of it publicly. It's okay. My first videos were awful. I was stiff. I looked scared out of my mind. I look like a serial killer. And I've come a long way from serial killer. It's okay. And those videos are up there forever. I get it. But nobody watches them now. They did in 2009, 2010, but nobody watches them now, unless you want to go to the Recording Revolution search videos by oldest to newest and then laugh at me. It'll encourage you You'll see how bad I was. So that was huge for me, practicing the talk. And I'll give you a little bonus tip here. Film yourself giving your talk. Film yourself doing your webinar. Film yourself doing a podcast. Or if you actually film videos and you can watch yourself, go watch yourself back. It is painful, but insightful. I learned a lot about myself. When I had to time this talk and get it to 12 minutes, I would give a talk thinking I'm giving it with energy and then watch the talk and be like, wow, I sound slow and bored. But I didn't feel slow and bored. I felt like I was giving energy, but when I watch it, the camera doesn't lie. So then I realized, man, it's just like what I say to my students about YouTube. I have to show up with more energy, bigger higher pitched speak even a little bit faster some people speak too fast but I was like slowing down too much to to make it feel more energetic and so I had to like deliver it film it watch it film it watch it film it, watch it till I figured out what it felt like in my body to look right on the camera and that just takes repetition third and final lesson he who doesn't quit wins He who doesn't quit wins. Um, This was interesting. When I joined Thought Leader, uh, even on the discovery call before I paid and signed up, one of the things the sales guy said was, hey, full disclosure, the way this works is once we help you workshop your idea and we help you workshop your application, um, which is a whole, you think an application is a huge, the application is the sales pitch, like you selling you and your talk was a lot of work it was interesting he said then it takes our clients on average 86 applications till they get a yes 86 at any given time there's maybe 150 open TEDx talks or TEDx events excuse me around the world Maybe 200, 150 to 200. Their clients that get a TEDx talk, on average, it took them 86 applications to 86 different events before they got a yes. You know what was interesting about that? Is that actually encouraged me? Because it felt like just a numbers game at that point. You know what? A lot of business is just a numbers game, right? I say this all the time. You stay in business long enough, you'll win. And that was true with this TEDx talk. It took me 70 applications till I got a yes. So, hey, I'm above average, I beat the average. But I, st- I, I started applying in October of 2022, and I filled that applications five to, five to 10 a week. I think five a week was my goal. October. November. December. We're into January. I'm three months into applying. And I had mentally told myself three to four months of applications based off the pace I knew I was applying to hit the magic '86 number. But you know what? It got discouraging. And I questioned the whole time, is it the talk idea? Is it not the right idea? Because I got a few no's, most, most events I never heard back from, but I got a few no's. And so is it my idea? Is it the way I'm pitching the idea? Is it the, the, the working title? Do I need to come up with a more convincing title? I questioned everything, but I refused to change anything until I had at least applied to 86 events. I knew, much like sales data, you have to have enough data, enough people to see your offer to be able to gauge whether your offer is effective or not. If you've only had 100 people join your email list and you haven't sold anything, that's not enough data. You don't have enough people to be able to make the case. So, A lot of times, people go and change their offer, change their sales page, change their price. when. They haven't even gotten given themselves a chance, but I felt like changing everything. I was like, dude, ah, this is so stupid. I felt like God told me to give this talk, but I, nah, this is stupid. Nobody cares about generosity. This is dumb. This is not going to be a good talk. That's what I was telling myself. And then one day in mid-January, I got an email that said, hey, you've been accepted to our TEDx event. Do you want to accept our invitation? And I was like, wait, What? Somebody actually said yes. They didn't even want to do an interview. They they love the idea so much. They they gave me a straight up yes where a lot of people have to go through rounds of interviews because there's only gonna be, you know, let's say 10 speakers at an event and they have like 100 that they're interested in. I went straight to a yes. It's so the only reason I landed this TEDx talk is that I didn't quit. And I was willing to apply to 100 events. And if at 100, I still didn't get a yes, I was willing to reworkshop the idea and start all over again. Y'all, I'm not that special. In my talk, as much as I think this talk is the talk the world needs right now, it's not that original. It's a new spin on an old concept. It's unique because it's tied to my story and it's a powerful story, but it's not that amazing. It's not that special. And yet... I have reached my bucket list goal of becoming a TEDx speaker. I've been on that stage, delivered it. It's like it can't be taken away from me, and I'm proud of myself. For you, and this is for somebody right now, what are you just inches away from? What finish line are you inches away from, and you're about to quit? You don't even know it. You're about to quit. You're tired. You're exhausted. You're feeling foolish. Maybe other people have doubted you and you're finally starting to doubt yourself. He who doesn't quit wins. The game is all about staying in it and learning, iterating, evolving, changing. Don't be so stubborn that you never take feedback and improve, but please don't quit. If you have a message, if you have a transformative experience that you need to get out in the world, whether you become a public speaker or not, you're a content creator. You're in business. Business is content. Content is business these days. The two are the same. You can't quit. There's too many people that need your help. There's too many people need your help. Not everybody needs your help. Not everyone's going to like you, need you. Your message isn't going to be as palatable to everybody. I get it doesn't matter. You're you're not trying to save the whole world, you're trying to save the people and help the people and serve the people that God's put in your path. And if you quit, nobody wins. You don't win, they don't win. What is something that you are about to quit that you are you might be. What if you're just inches away? Like that old story about the guy digging for gold in the gold rush right in California, digging for gold. Never found any sold the land to somebody else who went in and continued the dig and they were six inches away from millions of dollars of gold, right? What gold are you so close to? You don't even know it, but you're just, you just want to give up. Can I say don't give up? I almost gave up on this TEDx talk thing. I was really discouraged come January. I'd been working hard. I'd spent money. I'd faithfully applied on top of everything else I'm doing, owning two businesses, being a husband, father, Volunteering at my church, trying to be a friend. On top of everything, I was squeezing this and I almost gave up. I was so discouraged. And there it was. So there, there it is. Three lessons I learned from being a TEDx speaker, delivering my TEDx talk. The question is for you. What do you need to apply from today? Is it A, your messaging is all over the place and your talks and your webinars and your videos need to get focused on one thing. What is the one thing that people should walk away from and remember about your talk or your webinar or your video? Is that the thing you need to apply today? Getting focused on the one thing? Is it getting your content out of your head and into your body so it becomes second nature so you can just show up and perform? Or is it that there's something that you're about to quit that you shouldn't because if you don't quit, if you hang in there just long enough, you will win. Which one of those is the message for you or the lesson for you? Leave me a comment below on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just say it out loud to yourself. Which one is for you? And if you haven't already, would you go watch my talk all the way to the end, 12 minutes, that's it. Like it, leave a comment, and share it. Share it with the world. I need a million people to watch this thing, friend. A million people, and I can't do that on my own. I don't have a million followers. I am a million e- email subscribers, but if all of us watch it and share it, we can get to a million. And what we can do is change the world. This message doesn't benefit me financially, but this message will change the world. And I feel like it's a message God gave me to give. So there it is. Friend, thanks for your time. Thanks for your support. I know a lot of you have just been super excited for me with this TEDx process. Um, so it means a lot to me that you care and you're excited about it. And I'm excited to share it with you. Have an incredible rest of your day, my friend. And I'll see you on another episode, of course, real soon.